Hey, it's May Ortega. My co-host Sam will be here in just a sec. But I want to tell you about this problem I've been having since the pandemic started. Maybe you can relate. The last time I saw my friends in person was about three weeks to a month ago. My God. We actually went out for a flower pot painting class and we had some beers while we were doing it and it was a really fun time. And I didn't know at the time that it would be the last weekend for a while that I would go out and hang out with my friends in person. I am very extroverted and I need to be around people to feel happy and to feel okay. Like if I don't, if I'm not around people all the time, like every day, I start to get real sad, like depressed type of sad. I think of myself like a battery where I need to be with people to literally recharge and feel like myself again, really. So I've been reading a lot, seeing a lot of articles. A lot of people have been doing video chats or like happy hours via Skype or like Google Hangouts and stuff like that. And I never really done anything like that. I figured webcam parties seem to be the maybe best and only option right now for getting that kind of social recharge that I need. I decided to try it out myself, hang out with my friends and get away from pandemic talk for a night. So, on this episode, I want to bring you along for this little experiment. From Colorado Public Radio, this is At A Distance. Your guide to life during a pandemic. I'm May Ortega. And I'm Sam Brash. Uh, May, are you there? Yeah. Hello, hey, Sam. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you good. Well, I, I was giving you a call for this show because I heard you were planning on hosting one of these, like, virtual internet parties. Is that right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's going to be... I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. Right. And I, I figure a lot of people who are listening have, have tried or are going to try something similar. Um, since coronavirus has taken hold, we've heard about virtual happy hours, virtual raves, virtual AA mm-hmm. meetings. Um, and I'm wondering, like, what, what, what's your version of this? What are you going to do? We are doing a virtual Loteria night. Um, So I'm extremely excited to play Loteria. It's been a minute and I'm looking forward to playing tonight, actually. We're going to get started in a couple of hours. Whoa. Okay. um, I feel like this is one of the things I know I should know and I don't know. So I'm just going to ask the question, like, what, what is Loteria? Loteria, I would say, is like... Mexican bingo, but instead of 31B, it's the mermaid or the devil. And that's the simplest way that I can put it. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. So instead of letters and numbers, you have pictures on each square. That's right. And your the board you're playing on is far smaller. There are 16 squares to fill, and that's it. I can tell you that this, this game sounds charming, but it is not played among uh, Jews in South Denver. I'll, I'll tell you right now. That is shocking. <laughs> no, it is not shocking. <laughs> I guess, May, here, here's the biggest thing I'm curious about as you embark on this, like, virtual challenge of yours. is like, what do you want to get out of it? Like, what to you is success? You know, success to me will be knowing that everybody had a good time and shared some laughs and feels less alone. 
because I know that doing this via Google Hangouts, doing it online is not the same, but we're still real people who are yeah. doing this together. So I'm really hoping that it can help with that loneliness and that blues that we're experiencing while we're locked in and maybe make us feel maybe like we're not even at home anymore. Right. I guess maybe that's interesting because, you know, you're a person who I think pays a lot of attention to where other people are at. And that's what you talked about there is like, I hope we feel a certain way. I guess I want to know, like, what do you want to get out of it? When we end that Google hang out when we hang up the laptop closes i hope i can take a second breathe and say hey that was super fun and i definitely feel better now than i did before less alone more like i was with people because the loneliness is something that obviously is a big part of this and i just need to feel like i got a good laugh like things are okay okay well, I'll let you uh, keep getting ready, and, and let's check back in um, sometime after, you, after you've had your virtual Loteria game and see if we can, like, yeah, for sure. here it goes and, and give people some advice on how they can do something like it, too. Yeah, I'm very excited. I, um, I, I need this. <laughs> I need this so badly. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get my wine going. Once I had my glass of wine, it was time to start drawing the cards that I'd be using for the game. My printer's broken, so I have to do them by hand. So I pulled out some blank paper and my colored pencils, and I sat down at my living room coffee table and got to work. All right, so I'm gonna be doing a four by four grid. So. That's a rectangle, okay. <laughs> and once I finished that, I put on a cute outfit and a little bit of makeup. I really wanted to make myself feel like I was going out to see people and the ritual of getting ready in this way is part of going out for me. So I did all that and then I was ready to go. Very good, cool, I'm excited. It's gonna be good. And then I'm just gonna get set up because I wanna be ready. And so the party began. Um, okay, Susan's here. So let me go around and introduce people. So I know everybody here. Susan. Once we got everyone acquainted, we got to playing. Uh, next, La Estrella, the star. I have that one. <laughs> there were some weird moments. Um, at one point, there was some confusion on what like the rules were. I mean, not number one. We're already in it. You know what? Disregard the number one. <laughs> but we got the hang of it. And in our last round, my friend Caitlin only needed one more card to win. La mano or the hand. Oh my God, Caitlin! La mano! <laughs> Hell Yeah. Buenas, bingo, I win. Cool. Have a good game. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Uh, all right, May Ortega, we talked before your party. Now that party has happened. So I want the full report. Mm -hmm. How'd it go? 
I had a good time. It was fun. I got to hang out with my friends. I mean, virtually hang out, but it was a hangout, you know? Mm -hmm. Got to hang out with my friends and we had a lot of laughs and I got to share this game that means a lot to me personally. Right. You know, I've been playing it since I was a child. So I think it was a good time, um, but I will admit that I think I could have prepared better. <laughs> it was a little bumpy in the beginning, but we made it through just fine and we played several rounds and it was it was it was pretty fun. Yeah. All right. That, that sounds like a that sounds like a solid B plus. I would say so. That sounds about right. <laughs> Tip number 1 that I would give people is make sure that everybody is on the same page, okay? Like before you get started. Like be it everyone has the same maybe version of whatever game you're playing or the same edition. Sounds like send out a compendium of rules, give people all the materials they might need maybe too. Yes, are, don't assume. Do not even assume. Even if they're virtual, <laughs> just make sure they have what they need. Yeah. How long did you guys play? Did this go on for the right amount of time? Before, I did do some research on this before, um, and I found Inc. Magazine had this whole article, you know, giving advice on how to do these kinds of things, and they suggested that about an hour is an okay amount of time to play, and they say that's because people can start getting bored after that amount mm -hmm. of time. So, you know, maybe they'll start getting on their phone, or maybe they'll start browsing Reddit, because, like, when you're doing this over, you know, webcam, you don't have that same sensory experience, so. So it's yeah. easier to get distracted or bored or whatever. So we did end up playing for about an hour. And I think that was a really good amount of time. So yeah. if other people want to do this, I would suggest at least starting off with an hour and see how it feels. Uh-huh. That sounds about right to me. Like I've been playing a lot of uh, Google Hangout Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> which is great. It's great. I really, I really do enjoy it. But yeah, I feel myself like just waning after an hour. And especially mm -hmm. like if I've been on, you know, hangout calls all day on video conference calls. all Right. Day, it just, I do feel drained. Anyway, I get yeah, that. No, you described that. it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. So cap it to an hour if you can. I did a little bit of reading on this too, about how to organize these like online happy hours. Um, the New York Times had a good guide and it said one of the big things is to limit guests. Like don't invite too mm -hmm. many people or it might become too hard to manage. Um, how did your game work in that way? Did you have the right numbers? So in that sense, I did not do enough <laughs> research. Okay. Um, I learned the hard way that you can definitely have too many cooks. Um, yeah. And you want to think not only of how many people you're inviting, um, but who. I invited six people and a lot of them did not know each other. So there was um, a lot of silences at some point. And then when everyone would want to chime in for whatever it may be, maybe somebody won a hand or someone had a question or just wanted to, you know, like talk, everyone would chime in at once. So it got yeah. really chaotic at some points like it was just crazy like a jumble of words oh um that you can uh, diagonally and four but that craziness to me kind of added to the novelty of the whole thing and we still got to have conversation here and there anyway like if you're gonna host one of these things you have to be ready to like play the parent you know you have to be the leader if it doesn't have to be the host but somebody has to kind of keep order definitely have fun things ready to discuss with people okay cool um so loteria would you suggest that for other people and if not like what other games do you think would be good I would suggest loteria or bingo if you're more comfortable in that sense I think that's a very easy one to do um 
Other than that, I would suggest I took some inspiration from my own game collection. I think Battleship would be a really good one because you can play that very remotely if you own it. Right. <laughs> um, I think Chess, my husband suggested Chess. I think that's also a very good chess um, a suggestion. Sure. Yeah, and it's also like it'll flex your brain muscles at the same time. <laughs> um, and then I did some research and I found on Martha Stewart's website some really good suggestions. So first, Pictionary, which I think is a great idea. I love Pictionary. Um, charades, but perhaps you type your answers instead of screaming them because there's the that chaos that I've yep. been warning yep. about. Yep. And you can play online video games with your friends. Right, yeah. That's a really fun and easy way to connect with people as well. And I think that's what games like do for us, right? Like we we love to play mm-hmm. games because it gives us a way to connect with other people, to compete with other people and something mm-hmm. to do while we, you know, share our lives. So I, I guess the thing I'm also curious about, May, is like when you started out to do this, you were feeling cooped up. You were feeling feeling lonely. Did this help? Like, do you feel less alone now that you've held an online game night? I know it's just one night, but I'm curious, like, how you walked away from it. I will say that I feel better now than I would if I hadn't done it. This whole thing, as, like, chaotic as it was at some points, it was also really fun. Because I did get to talk with my friends and we played a game and the game itself was a good time. So I do think it recharged me a bit. Not as Mm -hmm. much as I was expecting it would, Um, but I do think I would be worse off right now if I hadn't done it at all. What do you still feel like you're you're missing? For me, it's the physical aspect of it because that that is what's missing for me. And like, I guess we can't do much about it at this point. But for me, being with people physically is a big deal, right? Because you meet with your friends. And you feel this like almost bliss of being with the people that you love and you hug them hello and you hug them goodbye. Like I'm a very physical person. I like like touching people's arms and like Uh shoving them around playfully and stuff like that. Like that's a really big deal for me. So if I can't do that, it kind of takes away from it. And that just isn't possible through this. But we did still have the conversation and some sort of connection that was fun. So Mm -hmm. Not to mention that you were, you know being teacher for this whole time you were doing classroom management like I wonder if that takes away from it a little bit um not really because I love being in charge (laughs) (laughs) I love being in charge and I like leading people so that part of it was better actually like I love hosting parties I like having people over and all that so that part of it for me was great (laughs) well and I think another big thing is that I feel a new kinship with my friends Mm. that I have not experienced necessarily before. Because I feel like even though we didn't talk about Corona stuff and what's really happening, it was understood that we're in this same place and we're in it together. And so us having this party was like a, like I'm, I'm here for you, like you're here for me. And we're doing this because it's part of this new normal and we're trying to help each other get through it. So mm-hmm. that was something that I realized like the day after type of thing, not when I was in it. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think that sort of kinship is something I felt too, like doing Google Hangouts with my family every week. We do like Rose Thorn Bud. Have you ever done that? No. What is that? So you share like 
your rose is a highlight of your week. Your thorn is like a, a low point. And then your bud is something that you're excited about. And it also gets to that kinship you're talking about, right? Like it's very evident to me that even though I'm stuck here at home, the problems I'm up against when it comes to just feeling cooped up or, uh, you know, having to cook more than I used to, stuff like that, aren't unique to me, right? They're not, everybody's going through that. Yeah. And that helps, right? Like knowing that there are other people who get it and a lot of people and then people who you really care about. That makes it even more special, right? That you're all, you already care about each other and you want to be there for each other in this new weird way. Okay, May, so given your whole experience, let's get a recap. What are your takeaways here? What is your what are your specific points of advice for other people? All right, I hope you got a pen and paper. <laughs> so the first thing, right, make sure everybody is on the same page before you start, right? Same edition, same version. Everyone gets the rules, right? Very important. Right. Next up is think about your guest list and the number of people that you're inviting. You don't want to invite too many people and you should invite folks who know each other. All right, because then it can get kind of kind of weird. I'd say try starting out with like three or four. Okay, so pretty small. All right. Next thing, do not play for too long. About an hour is fine. If you do an hour and you feel like you can keep going, that's great, but don't set yourself up for failure and do it like start off at three hours. That might not work. (laughs) Next up, be ready to be the facilitator or the parent, the leader, whatever it may be, because you will need somebody to kind of guide everybody through this. Because if not, things can just devolve into silence or chaos. And finally, make sure to set ground rules for your conversation. Like if you don't want to talk about coronavirus, let people know. Or if you do, maybe set aside a specific time to talk about it so everyone can maybe decompress at once, you put it away, and you can move on. Um, This also may mean that you should have some conversation starters at the ready in case people were like, well, I'm going to talk about coronavirus, (laughs) and now I don't know what to talk about. (laughs) That sounds great. All good advice. Yeah, so hopefully like we've given all of you some help if you're thinking about throwing uh, online game night or something like it. Hopefully these tips um, show you how to do it a little bit and how to do it well. Mm-hmm. And if you do actually happen to have your own Loteria night or maybe something inspired by this episode, let us know. You can tweet at us at CPR News or email us at news at CPR.org. And we will be back soon with some more ideas, not just for games, but just how to live your best life in isolation. Right, and how to handle all aspects of this crisis, which we know is getting harder and harder to read and learn about. So even as it changes, we're going to be here with thoughts, ideas, tips for how you can deal with it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. At a Distance is a podcast from CPR News. It's hosted by me, Sam Brash, and... And me, May Ortega. Our producer is Rebecca Romberg. Our executive producer is Kevin Dale. Brad Turner is our head of audio innovations, and he wrote our theme music. Woo! And additional music by Blue Dot Sessions. Please, please, please like, rate, and review At a Distance, especially if you use Apple Podcasts. It can help others find the podcast at this difficult time. And if you have tips or story ideas, email us. The address is at a distance at cpr.org.
Colorado Public Radio journalists are here for you to report on this pandemic. We're speaking to health experts and helping to make sense of our changing world. This would not be possible without CPR members. Support our work with a donation at CPR.org. Thank you.